This podcast is sponsored by Explore Worldwide. Explore offers guided travel holidays from city breaks to honeymoons. Explore's local tour guides and their small group adventures give travellers the opportunity to experience a country and not merely observe it. Whether it's a food and drink tour in the hilltop towns of Tuscany or a walking tour in the rice fields of Vietnam, Explore puts their trust in the quality of their local tour leaders so you get a better insight into your holiday destination. Head to exploreworldwide.com. Hello and welcome to today's independent travel podcast with me, Simon Calder. Today the subject is why do people not bother getting on their flight if they've got all the trouble of getting to the airport and checking luggage in and what happens when they fail to show up. This is particularly relevant because right now well, I should have been on the ground for half an hour. Um, the plane is currently approaching Heathrow. It's a British Airways service from Nuremberg in West Germany. It's scheduled to take one hour 45 minutes for a journey of about five or six hundred miles and it's taken much longer than that. Here's what happened. The plane arrived in Nuremberg well on time. The passengers got on in good time, or at least all but two of them did. Those two passengers had checked in baggage. It sounded from the captain's announcement as though they had simply decided at the airport not to travel. Now, he said, I've been flying for 30 years and I still don't know why people do that. I can think of a couple of possible explanations. One of them, I'm sorry to say, is fear of flying, even though, as you no doubt know, aviation is incredibly safe. We're coming up to 40 years since the last fatal accident involving British Airways. The other could be, well, who knows, a family crisis, an urgent business um, summons, whatever it might be. Um, there is no law which says if you've checked in and you've got your boarding pass, you have to get on that flight. And indeed, I've been on others where, for instance, a passenger has fallen ill and they have um, taxied out then we've taxied back and they've got off and their luggage has got off and uh, it's used up an awful lot of time oh well that sounds quite uh, impressive anyway um, if we do land in the next um, oh, 10 minutes or so we'll be about 40 minutes late and I can almost hear you say 40 minutes so what get a life well, yes, um, and you'd be absolutely right, but let me tell you what the uh, issues were. We had a really nice takeoff slot that was five minutes after we were due to push back. Assuming those two people had stepped on board, there would have been no problem making it. Instead, we were actually 25 minutes late pushing back. The flight towards Heathrow went smoothly. We were planning to land going over the city of London on the westerly runway but we were just 
Patrick UK airspace when the pilot said, well, they've decided to change the uh, approach from westerlies to easterlies, and that means there is a huge amount of um, air traffic control messing around, I slightly paraphrase. And we did a couple of uh, holding circuits, and finally we are now losing altitude and heading towards Heathrow. And as I say, hopefully we'll only be 40 minutes late. But first of all, that's uh, roughly um, an extra 40% of the flight time. Much more significantly, there will be people who have got important flight connections. And given that, well, this is coming into Terminal 3, so you've got something like a 90 minute uh, minimum connecting time to Terminal 5. Um, but if you were on a flight leaving it to 2.35, which would be a legal connection, um, if it were going from Terminal 5 for this flight, well, suddenly um, you are going to have a lot less than an hour um, for you and your bag to change terminals. If that happens, well, uh, there's all sorts of things that can go wrong. Uh, baggage can become separated with the, from the passenger. Either the baggage might go or the passenger might go without their baggage. And furthermore, um, I guess there will be probably behind the scenes British Airways people who are busily making new reservations. But it's all going to add time if you were connected to a once a day flight then you might need a hotel and everything. So huge amounts of, um, oh gosh, children, <laughs> huge amounts of um, uh, stress. And so how do you stop that happening? Well, actually, of course, uh, it, the, the main issue is that they had bags checked in. And other airlines, I think, are really quite assiduous about this. Um, basically, if you're a budget airline, you are probably going to be saying uh, with 10-15 minutes to go and it already says on the boarding pass you know gate closes 30 minutes beforehand if people haven't turned up then you know, with 10 minutes to go certainly you start looking for their bags uh, in the hold and if the baggage handlers find the bags before the passenger turns up then the passenger is off the plane. In this case, of course, um, it wasn't apparently people dawdling in duty-free. It was a decision not to travel. And if the passenger does turn up, because they do want to travel, and they haven't yet found the bags, well, they're in luck. The search will be called off and passengers will instead be allowed on, presumably with a bit of a glare, maybe even a stern word, because not turning up does have well, serious financial um, as well as time penalties involved and it's not beyond the, 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 uh, the of course anybody who does decide not to travel will lose their ticket entitlement and unless there was a very very good reason such as a family emergency can't imagine they will get any thanks back from British Airways. Anyway, it's not beyond the realms of possibility that if you decide 
arbitrarily that um, you are not going to travel. Well, the airline could conceivably um, uh, ask you for a contribution for that. I think that's pretty unlikely, but certainly airlines keep records of passengers who've travelled with them or indeed failed to travel with them, and it would not be beyond the realm of possibilities for somebody to find. Actually, after they've done this once, maybe twice, that they are no longer welcome on a particular airline's flight. So, please turn up in lots of time. Oh, something really interesting is happening here. We're doing a pretty tight turn. Um, looking out the window, yeah, um, it seems to be, oh, I'd say Berkshire down there. Well, this is looking good. Um, unless we're doing a tight turn because we're going round for another circuit. Oh my goodness, life as an airline passenger was never supposed to be easy. There's always something to stand between you and your uh, destination. And right now, well, we're still not um, down. So I'm going to call it at um, a 45 minute delay. And uh, all because someone decided they didn't want to travel. Anyway, I hope your next journey goes more smoothly and that you have a very happy weekend. I'll talk to you again on Monday. Thanks for listening. Goodbye. Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners are odd shapes. Flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rust-Oleum. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quinn's. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.